The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. With life, family, health, and finance pulling us in every direction, we lose connection to the real self and the intuitive voice that guides us forward. We leave our dreams behind and wonder why we're not living a better life. Welcome to the show that will put you back on the path that you need to be on. Welcome to Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Through the guidance from Janice and her guests, our intention is that you'll be inspired and have greater clarity to live a more harmonious life. Now, here is Janice Darrow. Hi, my name is Janice Darrow and I'm your host for Living the Best You. Live internet radio at voiceempowerment.com and welcome to the show. I am so grateful to be here and I'm grateful for all of you who are listening with your love and support. Do you know how precious and lovable you really are? And um, mostly the answer varies throughout our day, throughout our life, and uh, sometimes life hits us hard and we're not feeling lovable and we're not feeling precious in the moment. And so I'd like to start the show with a reflective exercise that um, has been really powerful for me, a powerful tool that has helped me uh, really connect more and more to my preciousness and my lovable self. So if you're in a safe place and you can close your eyes, uh, close your eyes and take a deep breath in and feel your body. And feel the stress releasing with the exhale. And as you feel all the stress exhale, releasing with the exhale, just release. Remember the most precious time of this life that you've had was the moment of your birth. And feel yourself at the very moment of your birth where you are born and you are this delightful very precious, adorable baby, and just feel that love coming and around you and all the people greeting you. And if your birth wasn't that celebrative, know that you currently now can be the celebration for you as the baby being born. So feel yourself, love this little being that's you, your adult self, loving this being, welcoming this being in and holding this being you in your arms and looking you in the eyes, and that you're lovable, and you're precious. And that lovable and preciousness is in you today. And as you hold this part of you in your arms, feel the merging, the coming together, the melting, the the lovableness in your heart, and that know that your adult self is the protector of this, but this part of you is alive always, no matter what the circumstances in your life are, that you're alive with this lovableness. That is you. And so it is. So 
Another deep breath. And again, I say welcome to the show. And so today, we're going to talk about empowerment. And what, what does that mean? Because empowerment is a really big word. It, um, it, uh, I've been an intuitive empowerment guide for over 30 years. And uh, I'm, this is an empowerment channel. And somebody might ask you, you're empowering stories. And each story is very different. I find that out of all the clients and all the thousands of sessions I've given over the years, that empowerment means different things to different people. And uh, oftentimes, empowerment is associated with uh, a life situation, like a hard, hard struggle that we've overcome, and uh, and then we we triumph or we we feel empowered in our life. And the word empowerment actually means to have authority over. And so, self empowerment is really to have empowerment with self in a situation. But what I'm going to talk about is a little different today. Um, you know, the different empowering stories that uh, are with situations might regard be regarding health. I've I've talked to uh, so many people over the years who've had pretty significant and life-threatening health issues that they've done so much to really work with um, through their health um, and to coming to an empowerment and healthy place. And fortunately, many have come into a healthy place. And then we could talk about empowerment as a uh, financial situation where somebody rags to riches story or somebody really get, gets a career that they really love and they're thrilled by all the, 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 the career choices or romance, the, the somebody meets the love of their life, yay, and um, all these different situations. And then sometimes empowerment to another person might mean a really sense of peace in their hearts, that they might have struggled for their whole life with real issues that have really haunted them and to really gain a greater sense of peace. And all of these are important empowerment sharings and stories, and I hope that you, uh, throughout the, the series of the shows, share your empowerment stories, because we all have at least one empowerment story. But today's topic really is about not an empowerment story, but really living our day-to-day life from a perspective of empowerment, of seeing life as choices in uh, everyday simple choices that really make a difference in the lives of ourselves and other people. And one of the um, one of the stories that I really want to share is this viral uh, video, YouTube video that's been running around uh, that really has touched me in a in a couple different ways. And one of the ways is is uh, one of the things that my grandmother who was my biggest mentor, who actually mentored me with intuition when I was um, when I was uh, 12 years old, and really helped me to gain a greater appreciation of reflection, of intuition, of seeing from that perspective. Um, so what, one of the things that she always taught me was the importance of the little things, of making a difference in little ways in our lives and other people's lives and touching whether it's greeting a cashier or uh, saying hello to the mail person or just complimenting a stranger, just these simple little ways that make a difference. So the video is about this older couple, uh, Tinny and Ken Davidson, and uh, they, they're in their 70s. They move into town, um, and they move near a, a high school. And the kids were walking back and forth to high school, and uh, 
it, at first, Tinney says that uh, the kids would look in the window and it felt really weird to them. But what they chose to do, because the kids just look so sweet, is start waving to the kids. And they started waving at the kids and, and the kids started, uh, you know, looking f- odd at this older couple waving at them. And then after a while, the kids started waving back. And they just kept waving, and it was a greeting and loving up that they were sharing that was a really kind of a precious moment for all of them. And then Tinny's um, husband, Ken, passed away, and Tinny could have chosen a lot of different choices at that point because she was in a lot of grief. You know, losing someone is really uh, pretty devastating, and especially a life partner, and uh, hard to overcome. But what she did choose to do is to go to the window and continue waving at the kids. And they celebrated her on Valentine's Day by bringing her to the high school and to the auditorium on stage and just giving her the biggest love back. And uh, this is meaningful because Tinny didn't do this for any outcome back. She just did it because it felt good. And it reminds me of a story that I have that's very similar um, and that, that's why I wanted to relay this story because of the power of little things that could make a really big difference. But uh, at one time in my life, I was a single parent raising my three daughters, and I was looking for a, um, a multiracial neighborhood to live in because we're a multiracial family. And I uh, found one to move to, and uh, apparently the one block that I moved into was the only block in the neighborhood that had a lot of old-time people and was not multiracial. So <laughs> when we moved in, being a single mother of three multiracial children and multiracial family we were, uh, I also was renting the house. It turned out that the neighbor across the street uh, was not very happy about our moving in and uh, had no problem letting us know and the other neighbors in the neighborhood uh, know. So at that point I had a choice. I could choose to um, really kind of turn my back on him or talk to him. There's a lot of different choices I could have chose. But what I did choose to do is I did choose uh, to wave. <laughs> so, so my daughters and I from, I think he was standing out there all the time uh, guarding. It, it seemed like he was always out there. I don't know. But, but every time we drove away, he seemed to be out there. So I'd wave. And uh, he, he'd just growl back. And uh, with his, with, uh, and I just keep waving. And at one point, one of my daughters says, Mom, he hates us. Why are you waving at this guy? And I raised the kids with this idea of anybody who's watched Care Bears, uh, the Care Bears stare. And the Care Bears, they would, uh, whenever there was negativity or unpleasantness, the Care Bears would get together, wrap their arms around each other, and radiate love out of their hearts to the negativity, which would dispel it. And so I taught the kids about the Care Bear stare. And so here they're teenagers. They're not real thrilled about Care Bears. But I said, I'm doing the Care Bear stare. That's what I'm doing. The exciting thing about this story is after three years Lots of waves, lots of waving going on. Um, he, he lifted his hand. He didn't move it, but he lifted his hand up. And it was one of those moments that I will always remember that he, in that moment of time, was receiving the love that we had been given all those years. At one point, one of my daughters joined in at the waving. 
And he waved back. And the rest of the years that we lived there, we that's just the way we were with each other. And when we did move out, he wasn't really um, happy that we were leaving. And the interesting thing is, is the, the couple, the families that moved in after us were the family he was afraid would move in as uh, that created disharmony in his neighborhood. But hopefully he learned that waving and sending love was a way to help dispel that darkness. So the exciting thing about why I really like these uh, stories, these these moments, is because it shows the power that little precious moments of choice can have an impact on the environment around us, that we can affect in a positive way little things, big things. And uh, not only does uh, our kindness affect the person we're being kind to, but science is actually showing that, uh, <clears throat> that kindness really impacts us biologically, that uh, there's, there, there are these studies done that show that the um, giving of a kindness actually increases oxytocin. And oxytocin is a hormone that's in the body that's usually generally related to sex and breastfeeding. And what oxytocin is known to do is um, it, it uh, induces feelings of warmth, euphoria, and connection to others. And there's this uh, uh, scientist, leading scientist, that's working with oxytocin, and that is um, his name is Paul Zak. Dr. Paul Zak, and I'm going to say a quote with Dr. Paul Zak that he talks about is, um, a dose of oxytocin will cause people to give more generously and to feel more empathy towards others. And uh, when oxytocin is increasing in the body, he says that the symptoms of this lasting up to two hours. And those people on the quotation, oxytocin high can potentially jumpstart a virtuous circle where one's person's generous behavior triggers another. And that's, that's exciting to me because what that means is that just simple acts of kindness could actually jumpstart an oxytocin community high. <laughs> <laughs> where we're all loving one another up <laughs> and feeling good in our own self because the more we give to others, the more loving we feel. And um, somebody asked me a question one time when I was talking about giving. It's like, you know, can giving be uh, from a negative perspective? And I, I'd say as a recovering caretaking personality who fostered 17 kids and adopted five, I, I'd say that, the giving really needs to come from the authentic place from within yourself. If you're giving out of duty and obligation and, and really uh, just feel like you're supposed to be giving, then no, I don't think you're going to be getting that oxytocin extra oomph. Um, it's really about giving from a sincere way. And sometimes in our life, we really are just beaten up, feeling beaten up. And there's been times in my life where I've been feeling so beat up that giving to another was just almost a difficult thing. So in those moments, giving to ourselves is the most important uh, 
focus is to really love and give and nourish ourselves. And it's still an act of kindness because if we're not kind to ourselves, then it's hard to be kind to other people. We can't go beating ourselves up or feel beaten up and not be kind to others. And uh, with Tenny David Davidson, um, you know, really the love that she was giving to these students really helped her through a difficult time. And the, the waving I was given to our neighbor actually helped through a difficult time in my life. Um, I could have really, it was a difficult time in my life, and giving that love and giving that focus instead of feeling more of a victim was very empowering. And so these kind of challenges in our life and these choices we make are really powerful. And, you know, I'd really love to hear, uh, we're going to um, have a break in, in it shortly, and I'd really love for you to call in with some questions or sharing of empowerment stories, and um, because really we all have them, and I, the, the idea of the show is to really kind of create a community of communication, of talking and sharing and questions. Uh, so I will... Um, Hope to hear from you. The number to call is 888-346-9141. And I also, uh, if you have questions you want to email in, you can email j-a-n-e-s-e-l-d at gmail.com and or call in the questions. We'd love to hear from you. And... Um, we appreciate you being here on the show. And uh, so we'll talk with you on the other side. Thank you so much. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You deserve to live the life you are meant to live. Your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living. The true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again. Gain greater tools and awareness. The adventure is just beginning. Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.JaniceDarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's JaniceDarrow.com. J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? Then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the law of attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. 
Befriend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, you're listening to Living the Best You with Janice Darrow, and uh, we do have some callers calling in, and first caller, Diane from Asheville. Hi, Diane. Hi there. Um, I, when I was listening to you, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. When I was listening to you, um, I started thinking about somebody in our community that we just lost, and she really promoted the idea that we should all live in a way as to not postpone joy. Um, but, you know, sometimes life is really hard and it's difficult to move past the adversity or the grieving or whatever is going on to that place of empowerment so you can reclaim your life and move on. And I was wondering if you had any specific tools or activities or ways to go about moving in that direction. That's an excellent question, Diane. I um I know for me I I can share what's worked for me, and uh, you know I I love to hear other callers call in with what's worked for them as well. Uh, but but through some very difficult times that I've had, uh, as you were saying, it's it's coming to a place of joy. Sometimes when you're really hit by life, it's hard to feel that joy. I um what I call is loving me up. So I really. Uh, take a part of me, my I would say my adult self, and imagine having that part of me holding the other part of me that, and if this sounds complex, let me know, but letting that other part of me feel loved. So I love me. I also reach out to friends and get love and support. That's really an important thing because not only do we need to give but we also need to learn to receive. And I find a lot of giving people really have a hard time receiving support and love from, from others. So during hard times, they end up isolating or closing down. And so the last thing to do at that point is to just only try to love yourself up. It's that, that's the time to reach out to other people. Uh, is, this, is this answering the question that, I that you're so, asking? I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so thank you're, you. You're, you're just saying to to resist pulling in and instead to reach out. Yeah, what I did, yes, uh, there was a a really, really hard time in my life one time that I felt like I just wanted to close up and and curl in a ball, and I just basically dragged myself (laughs) to support, to friends, to things that I like to do, to walking, to hiking in nature, to taking deep breaths, what they talk about, with um, mindfulness and with breath, because breath actually does work with uh, the deep breath. The exhale of the breath actually works with what they call the vagus nerve, and it comes out of the cranial. Um, and and so what happens is when you deep breathe, that works on flexibility with that, which then uh, calms down the heart and the whole body. So breath is one really important way 
to really work through stress along with things that bring joy like hiking, walking, uh, animals, children, whatever brings pleasure that might not push you to feel like you have to give too much in a moment where you're really needing to receive. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Those yeah, well, great ideas. I appreciate it. Look forward to hearing the rest. Yeah, thanks, Diane. All have right, a great bye. have a great day. Uh-huh. You too. Bye. So it looks like we have another call, and um, this looks like my daughter Tashina calling from Oregon. <laughs> Tashina, hi, mom. Hi. Do you have um, a question? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, you had always raised us to prejudice with kindness. Well, I'm at a point at my work where it's getting to be too hard. Do you have any advice for me on what I could do for this? I'm sorry. I'm not clear on the question, Tashina. Um, I'm having a hard time at work with being kind to people, and I keep trying and trying, and I wave and I smile and I, I give them compliments, but, I mean, am I doing everything right? Because I still feel like I'm not getting... You know, um, how do I put it? Uh, I still feel like I'm being judged. Yeah. Well, see, remember that if you were listening, because I know you were one of the people waving with the Care Bear stare. So, um, (laughs) so, (laughs) yes. But the point of it is, and thank you for bringing this up, this is important, is that if you're waving and appreciating to get a result, then it's not really coming from the kind place. It's coming from a place of wanting something back. So what I was talking about throughout the show is really about coming from a kind, thoughtful place of of just wanting to love up. Um, And if you don't feel like you could do that because you're really feeling judged, then then it's about really taking care of yourself and nourishing yourself. So, So thank you for that question, and thank you for bringing that up. And... I appreciate you. So have a great day. Okay, thanks. Have a good day. Gosh, I am so appreciative of these calls. And now we have Juliet from Arizona. Juliet, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm calling because... Uh, the the issue of the the whole goal of living an empowered and empowering life has been important to me for a long time, and I'm finding uh, a, a different kind of difficulty lately than I have ever found before, and that is that it seems that life, the physical aspect of life, is spinning so fast, and I've I find myself feeling like I'm under a kind of an avalanche of details that need to be done on the physical level. They're not made up. And sometimes I feel like all I do is go from chore to chore to chore to chore, and that does not feel empowering. Um, any help with this? <laughs> That's, that is not only an excellent question, but probably a very common one. Um, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> because the busier our life gets and the more activities happen, the more involved we get with it, um, really the what I have found is uh, really counter counterintuitive of what we think. We think we need to speed up and go faster. And what, what science is actually showing us now is to relax and to take the deep breaths 
uh, whether it's through meditation, through calming ourselves down. And oftentimes we're afraid to do that because we have this long list of activities we have to do. But what they're finding is when we do calm ourselves down, we do become mindful, we do work with, with our breath, and, and that then um, what happens is we are actually more productive, more, uh, our, our minds are more uh, focused, and there's a lot more uh, way to succeed with that long list. Also, another thing that I find is, as I was talking with um, Diane, is a lot of times givers, people that are giving people, and uh, you sound like a very giving person, so have a hard time receiving and so or delegating help. And so that list just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. And the most important thing, besides really calming our own self down, is uh, the delegating of help, of getting help. And sometimes it just doesn't feel like we can have help or we, we, we have to do all these things on this list, but it's just what, breaking it down and really learning to ask is important. Mm. So, um, so that, hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, okay. I'm wondering who to ask. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, my kids are too old to be living at home anymore, so it's not a matter of giving them chores. I don't have a secretary. Uh, that's an interesting thought. I, that will certainly be empowering to think about. Well, and, and that's, that's where uh, really looking at the people in your life that, and, and oftentimes we're afraid to ask just a friend to help us with uh, sitting down and doing paperwork. You know, we're not taught to do things as a community. You know, our, our culture is very me-oriented. I've got to do this. And other cultures really do a lot of these activities that we have learned in our culture to do alone as a group. And so it's, it's contrary to our thinking. Um, and so it's about really learning to think in different ways. How can I, you know, get some of this done? How could it be fun? I've heard of people doing activities where they invite friends over and sit down and go through papers and make it a, a, a kind of a party thing, make it fun. Uh, and people love to help. And what I was saying earlier in the show, the kindness really does increase the oxytocin, which brings that love feeling. Um, so it's really about learning to think differently than what we've trained ourselves or been trained to think in order to expand the way we're doing our life. Well, that they did is a, so helpful. That is so helpful. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. So um, I, I, I appreciate your question and have a delightful day. Thanks. You too. Yeah. So we have another question, uh, caller. I appreciate all of you calling in. Thank you so much. Julia from Kentucky. Hi, Julia. Hi, Janice. Um, what I wanted to just share with you, uh, and I think it goes along with what you were just talking about, with um, kind of rethinking. We're living in an exciting time in history because uh, we're really understanding the appreciation of diversity and how... Um, everyone has a purpose and a special reason they're here on this earth. And, um, and the exciting thing is, is that once we really understand how precious every person is, 
And we don't have the, the need to be jealous or feel that somebody else is taking, uh, doing something that uh, you, you feel like you're better at. Or, but you realize, and it, it, it's exciting because I see this more and more in, in our community in Kentucky. We have a small community in Frankfort, Kentucky. I mean, it's not a very large city. It's a nice size, but um, it's, it's exciting because there, it, all these people that um, are here, it seems like we're each finding our own specialness and where we should be, and it's helping to create a community where we're building on each other's um, gifts and, and abilities, and it's... Um, it's making the community work together, like you were saying, instead of people feeling like it's overwhelming, but you start seeing how there's another person who could maybe do something that you're in need of, and then it helps you, and and you feel the connections that uh, we all are really meant to, that we, we don't see. They're invisible, but they're there, that everybody has their purpose, and we're here just to um, to help each other see and find those, and and not have to work from a place of of uh, anger or confusion, or but from a place of gratitude that whoever comes in your life, who's ever around you, has something to offer, and we have to just help each other find it, and that's, um, it's, it's sometimes overwhelming, but most of the times you just find these magical ways. It, it's, it's real exciting. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just calling mainly to tell you that I think the empowerment idea is wonderful and that it is, it's really an exciting time because we're in a time in history where we can find um, the, that love and that specialness that we each carry and share it and it just makes the world a better place. <laughs> yeah, well, Julia, um, that is beautiful, and, and thank you. I appreciate it. I do have a question for you. So you talk about how your community is coming together and uh, really sharing more. Do you have a specific tool to share with the listeners about maybe how you as a community are coming together and sharing more together and helping each other out? Yeah, I'm glad you asked because I just the reason I came up with this is um, we attended a, there were several well I, I attended a gathering for women um, this Sunday and um, it it started with the artist way some years ago but we gather every once in a while and just to hear how these uh, when you have I think people come together and share their gifts and help encourage them. So I think coming together, um, especially, and this was a group of women, um, and helping each other feel more confident and, and help build their esteem and, and um, giving them just an opportunity to talk, to share, to, to have people listen and to support each other. Um, is what I would say is it's been one thing that's helped our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Julia. Thank you for sharing that wonderful. That it's wonderful you're doing that in Kentucky. Thank you so much. Thank you, Janine. And have a great day. You and too. now we, and now we have Anne from North Carolina. Hi, Anne. Hi, Denise. How are you? I'm good. Um, well, I've really enjoyed listening to your show, and you are so knowledgeable and. Um, 
in this area, so it feels like you're talking to me directly. Um, I need to hear all of this. But uh, what I want to ask is, you know, I'm a new mom, and, well, I have a two-year-old, but um, it, it feels like pretty much every day revolves around her. And I don't know if it's supposed to or if I'm doing something wrong by indulging her in, in, in sort of calling the shots day to day. Um, I, I do feel a little bit of myself slipping away sometimes, and I just wondered, as you have so much experience being a mom, um, if you can speak to that a little bit about just how to maintain your own sense of self and um, self-worth apart from being a mom when it, when it seems like it's all-encompassing. Yeah, it is all-encompassing. And I know when I was raising five children under the age of five, uh, my life was consumed. And uh, one of uh, a great wisdom that we heard uh, at that time, uh, my then husband and I, my first husband and I, was that we needed to get out once a week, Mm -hmm. at least once a week, and have a date night and really have something fun for ourselves. And that was a really important thing. And so what we did find is, is that really keeping a sense of something that was enjoyable for us together as a couple or individually is really um, a, a very important thing. And sometimes it's hard because you get so caught in the rhythm. It's a rhythm when they're that young mm-hmm. that you get caught up in. It's hard to, to break yourself away from that rhythm, but it's very cr- crucial, very important for your well-being and for your daughter's well-being. Um, and it, there's also, you know, g- going to the park with other young mothers, you know, finding connections in the community with people with children the same age, that helps. So it's reaching out again to people that would be really um, to help kind of take some of the feeling of that pressure. I know when my kids were getting older and I was going through some real challenging times, it was a group of women uh, or families, but mostly women, that really we helped each other raise our children. It was very helpful. So did that answer that question for you? Yes, it really does. Um, so you, you're suggesting that I actually sort of schedule in specific times with just Randy, um, even if it seems hard at the time and not worth it. <laughs> it seems like too much effort. I should still do it because in the long run it will help with everything. Well, and biologically, we were talking about that oxytocin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the more that you uh, create that oxytocin, the, the happier you're going to be. So the more energy you're going to have for your daughter. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Anne. You have a great day. You too. Uh, so, so now another caller, Stephanie from Oregon. Hi, Stephanie. Oh, so do you have a question or a sharing? Huh? Do you have a question? Yeah, like, I'm having difficulties with my mom. Like, I'm, we've been, like, hitting rough patches, and I'm starting to get a really low self-esteem. And I don't know how I'm supposed to handle that anymore because, like, my mom and I haven't talked for a long time, and if we do talk, we fight. And, um... It's like it's hard on me because I don't get to see her. I haven't seen her for about four months. I'm living with my cousins, and it's hard being like four hours away from her. This is the farthest I've been away in 
we can't really work things through because she's down in Beaverton and I'm up here in Benton. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know how to better my life. I don't know how to make things better with my mom because the last time I talked to her, we got into a really big fight, and I I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Yeah, Stephanie, um, are you doing anything in your life to help you? You feel better. Are you doing something that you can feel proud of that makes you feel good in your life right now? Um. Well, my friends have started me going back to church, and. I'm kind of, like, thankful for them doing that because it's, like, helping being around people that are loving and caring and all of that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that, you know, just being around people that care about you and that you're feeling good with right now and really helping build your self-esteem, you'll find will help your relationship with your mom. But also, a lot of times, uh, kids have difficulties when they're trying to now how old are you I'm 15 yeah so you're you're wanting to create more of your own self and so on one hand you're trying to move away from your mom another hand you really want uh, to be close that's a very challenging dynamic sometimes for a teenager to maneuver through and so having maybe uh, counseling Uh, together with your mom, having a third person, whether it's a minister from your church, somebody that's not necessarily a family member or a friend, helping you and your mom kind of maneuver through this hard time could be helpful. Yeah, we've tried counseling before. It worked for a little bit. Like We started hanging out a little bit more and talking more, but then it kind of all went downhill. And I'm... And... I blame myself for that because when my mom would want to hang out with me, I had already have plans made and I I would just go off and do my own thing and it I I don't know like what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to say sorry because every time I say sorry, she doesn't believe me because I've said it so many times. Yeah. It sounds like right now it, you're you're living with your cousin and you're really working on your life right now. And that that it, it, is your mom okay with that? That place where how you guys are in different places right now is that a choice by both of you? Um. Yeah, I think I just want to go back home, like to try and fix things with her. But I I've been asking her to go home for months now. And she keeps on changing the date for me when I can go back home. Yeah. Hard. Well, I am, um, I, I am not a counselor. I, I work with empowerment, and um, it, it sounds like there's a lot of long-time feelings going on, and it sounds like you're doing a lot to try to build your life up. And, um, you know, it, 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 I, it, I would just really suggest that you really learn to love yourself more because you are precious. So, um, so thank you for sharing. And I, I wish you the best with your situation with your mom. Thanks, Jeannie. Okay. All right. Have a good I'll day. I'll talk to you later. You too. Okay. Bye. Okay. We're taking a break right now. And so I'll get back with you on the other side of the break. We have some other callers. Thank you. Follow 
us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You deserve to live the life you are meant to live. Your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living. The true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again. Gain greater tools and awareness. The adventure is just beginning. Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.janicedarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's janicedarrow.com, J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? Then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the law of attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, you're listening to Janice Darrow and um I appreciate you on the show and all these callers that are calling in. Thank you so much. And uh, we have Jacob from Miami. Hi, Jacob. Hey, Janice. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I sent you an email because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get on, on the radio. But, um, but the main, main struggle I have, and when you were talking, it was easy to send the email because you were addressing so many things. Um, but that, that struggle between being unconditionally loving and taking care of myself. And um, as it applies to um, helping people in business and as, as it applies to my daughter, a 20-year-old daughter who's in college, who's, um, you know, a great kid, getting great grades, but a little challenging around some of the choices she makes in relationships and how she spends her money. Um, how do you, what, what, empowerment advice which you have around around finding a balance because I, I it's something I've struggled with most of my life because my 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 main um, my main goal is to is to um, is to help people but I sometimes find myself taking care of them more than I take care of myself yeah I um that it 
That's a dance I'm still learning and been working with, but I, but I have gotten a little better. Um, and, and it's about boundaries, really. I, I remember people would call in a crisis at about midnight or two in the morning, and I'd feel responsible to answer it and help them. And um, I've had to learn how to create boundaries. And at first it felt really like I was being selfish or rude. And over the years I've seen that it's actually been loving for me and others. And um, a friend of mine uh, told me this, uh, doctor told her this wise thing, that if somebody isn't rowing their boat, uh, their own boat in life, that they're sitting there waiting for you to jump in and start paddling, that you're not helping them really, that you're enabling. And that, that image has been huge for me with the difference between helping and enabling is if I see that somebody's paddling in life, paddling their boat, and they just need help paddling, well then yes, that's the time to help. But if they want me to jump in, paddle their boat, maneuver it, navigate it, get it to where they want to be happy in life, then um, that's enabling. Is that helpful? It helps a a little bit, but how how do you apply that to business? Okay, so that that applies really well to my daughter. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But how Um, do you apply it to business? Because, you know, how do you do it when when you're sitting with people who don't see the value of something, especially as a consultant and a coach, which is what I do, and and it's something, you know, and, and they just, yet they want the information. They want the help. And I have a feeling you're good at that. How um, do you create that boundary? Well, I, I think it's about really that they have to be willing to do what it takes to reach the goal that they want. And if, if they're not, then to work with them where they're at. And, and that has been, uh, because a lot of times I see people, they're so amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. They're gifted. They could do this. They could climb the mountain. And then, you know, I, I, I uh, throw them all this, you know, rah-rah and, uh, and they're not. So what I've learned over the years is to take it where people are at and to, and to, to give them or help them, assist them in that space so that they can move to the next space. Right, right. Okay. Um, very good. I think I got it. That's good, okay. That's good advice. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you, Thanks, Jacob, for calling. Right. Have a great day. Uh-huh. Okay, Bye. Oh, Laura from <laughs> Kentucky. That, this is me. <laughs> Hi, Laura from Kentucky. Okay, I had a question. Um, actually asked for guidance on what question I should ask you about, and I, I got throat chakra, and it kind of, I think, goes with this whole empowerment thing, and I'm working on uh, learning to be assertive and um, how can we best find our voice without being aggressive or more importantly passive aggressive which I might fall into more often and um, yeah so that's the question. <laughs> so do you have a specific situation that you want to share about how how what that means? Um, well like okay. when you say passive aggressive do you have a, a instance that we could talk about specifically? Sure May, uh, maybe we could talk I'm um, I have two sisters my same age who are triplets. And um, a lot of times I think the three of us um, motivate or drive around um, in our relationship being somewhat passive-aggressive with each other. We're all givers. Um, 
And so maybe we have a hard time finding our voice and we try to subtly manipulate or control each other um, through passive aggressiveness. And um, so how do we, I guess, how do we break out of, how do we, I don't even know how to formulate the question. How, how do we, how do we lovingly speak our truth so that we feel like we're heard and people hear us and, um, among the three of us? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How exciting that you're all triplets. <laughs> it sounds like a very fun dynamic and dance, I'm sure. It is. Um, so one of the things, there's a lot of different approaches, but one of the things that sounds like because the three of you are very close, um, gratitudes, appreciating differences in each other really sometimes helps soften those other areas when you're trying to communicate. Because sometimes I, f- I find that when we're trying to communicate something with somebody we're really close to, it feels like we're bumping up against the wall. And it sounds like that's what you're talking about with uh, passive-aggressive behavior. Yeah. And uh, so really sitting down and finding ways to celebrate each other, to be kind to each other, and, and to really come into a what feels like a non-threatening place. Uh, and, and there's a lot of uh, books about, about um, heart share or, or sharing and talking from a different place and, um, you know, coming and communicating from that other space will help it leave, it will become more from a compassion, more from love and you could hear each other better from that and less passive aggressive. But to try to do it perfectly overnight uh, from a pattern that you've had your whole life and... Um, you know, is is probably beating yourself up a bit. So it's about the little steps that bring you towards that okay. kindness and, and is, thoughtfulness. Is the passive aggressive something that's um, kind of inherited? We we see it from our parents, and then we act it out, or are we kind of born with that nature to be passive aggressive, and then we yeah. Have to learn? Um, uh, you know, I, I, we're, we're coming to the close of the show, so I'm, I, okay, I'm not fine. able to answer that fully. But I really feel like uh, whether we're born with it or not, we still have choice in behaving different in our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thank you. thank you, Laura. Yes, I appreciate you for calling, and have a great day. Well, I have a quote I'd like to end with, and it's a quote by Lao Tzu. And it's about kindness. We've been talking about kindness And kindness in words creates confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. So thank you for joining the show. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about really how you could turn hard situations around to a more positive perspective. And any caller that has called in that did not get their answer answered, their question answered, please call in next week or send me an email at j-a-n-e-s-e-l-d at gmail.com. And any, uh, I have the video of the couple uh, waving on uh, Living the Best You Facebook page. So thank you and really have a delightful day. I appreciate all of your presence and love. We appreciate you joining us for this week's edition of Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Please tune in again next Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, get ready to have the best time of your life.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.